What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Kingdom and another episode of the TSK Show. I am your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports, Sklar. I am joined by my co-host, Tyler Pachulki. What's, what's up, TP? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Duke? I'm doing well. All right, before we start, be sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at TSK Show. And if you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore all of our content for the show can be found on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash TSK show. Well, Tyler, it's Christmas in October for this nice yeah. Jewish boy. Uh, today marks the official start of the NBA regular season after probably the wildest off seasons in recent memory. Uh, I could not be more excited for what this season has in store, even though it's pretty much a foregone conclusion. We'll see the Cavs and the Warriors in the finals once again, but that's why we play the game, folks. Tyler came in wearing a jersey today uh, that I probably haven't seen in almost 10 years. Eh. Tyler, a Ray Allen Seattle Supersonics jersey. I like yeah. it. I'm digging the hometown pride. We will have more on the NBA later in the show. Of course, it is also the beginning of week seven in the NFL. We are really getting into the thick of things here. Tyler will have his power rankings, and I will have my picks of the week. Just a quick update, Tyler is kicking my ass in terms of getting his picks correct each week, but more on that in a little bit. First off, we definitely have to start with the Dodgers, though. Uh, They are up two games to nothing. They are currently playing right now in Game 3 in Chicago at Wrigley Field. Yep. And from what I saw pregame, there was a lot of wind, so I know, big shocker, wind in the Windy City. Uh, we could be in for a slugfest tonight if some players put some pop on the ball. You Darvish on the mound for the boys in blue, matching up against Kyle Hendricks, taking the mound for the defending champs. Hopefully you Darvish can follow up his series-clinching performance against Arizona with a solid outing against the Cubbies. Uh, and the Dodgers can take a commanding 3 to nothing lead going into Game 4 tomorrow. In my opinion, this Dodgers team has been led by two different people in particular. One of these people... People might expect this from them in the postseason, and one, I definitely wasn't expecting it. Uh, Can you guess who they are, Tyler? One of them's got to be JT. Oh, yeah. Got to be. Justin Turner, baby. Uh, But the other one who I was not expecting to have this good of a postseason was Yasiel Puig. Yeah. Right now, Yasiel Puig is leading the team in average. He's batting four thirty-eight with one home run and six RBIs. And most impressively, in my opinion, he's earned five walks this postseason, while only striking out twice. That's huge for Puig, who has a, who's had a problem swinging at pitches that aren't really good pitches, him trying to rush through at bats, but his Playing patience. consistently. Yeah. Playing but consistently. I've been saying it since the end of the regular season and throughout the Arizona series. Uh, Puig's patience at the plate has been crucial. Uh, it's become contagious, actually, for the Dodgers. The Dodgers as a team, this postseason, they've been walked 29 times compared to their pitchers only giving up nine walks to their opponents. Uh, and now to Justin Turner, of course. Yeah. My fellow red-bearded friend. Yeah, he's killing. He's the man. You are the freaking man. Uh, batting four twenty-nine with two home runs and 10 RBIs. He's leading the team in postseason home runs and RBIs. His batting average is only second to Yasiel Puig's. Um, really importantly, and obviously this came in 
came into play, obviously, in game two when he hit the walk-off. Uh, he's batting six for eight with runners in scoring position. Yeah, that's monster numbers. That's 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 really been an issue with the Dodgers as a team is leaving guys on base and leaving runners in scoring position. Yeah, and those points. not being able to give their pitchers the run support they needed. Obviously, it was capped off game two. Turner hit that walk off home run on the 29 year anniversary of Kirk Gibson's walk off home run in game one of the 1988 World Series. My mom was actually at that game. <laughs> he also has the third highest postseason OPS in MLB history behind Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth. And I'd say that's not some, bad. That's some pretty elite company not right there. Not bad names to be incorporated with. No, but Turner, Turner has definitely been a catalyst for this team the entire year, and I'm happy to see that it's carried over to the playoffs. Another huge plus for the Dodgers has been their bullpen. There's a saying in baseball that whoever has the strongest bullpen come October will win the World Series. Their bullpen has been their biggest issue in recent years when it comes to postseason success or lack thereof for the Dodgers. But this year has been a completely different story. Coming into tonight against the Cubs in Game 3, the Dodgers' bullpen has combined for a 1.37 ERA, one walk, 19 strikeouts, and have held opposing batters to a 334 OPS. This is the best bullpen I've seen uh, the Dodgers have in the past five years of them winning the NL West division. Dave Roberts has really figured out that he can count on at least five innings from whoever starts. Then come the sixth inning, he, he can go to multiple different pitchers depending on the right-handed, left-handed matchups. And then in the seventh and eighth, as we've seen in the postseason, it'll either be Kenta Maeda or Brandon Morrow. doesn't really matter who you put in in what inning. They both seem to get it done when it counts. And then with probably two outs in the eighth, Roberts will go to the best closer in the game, Kenley Jansen, for yeah. a four-out save. I have been so impressed with this team. They've won five straight postseason games, and that's tied for the franchise record for most postseason wins in a row for this team. And hopefully they can win tonight and make it six and just break a whole new record. But what's been most impressive, in my opinion, has that the first two games of this NLCS, they've done it without Corey Seager, and they're not not—they're not going to have Corey Seager for this NLCS. Yeah, He, he can't come back and – until if they make it to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, winning the first two games uh, at home in a series is huge because a team in any sport never wants to give up home field advantage by dropping one game and having to play three games. Yeah, you count uh, those as wins. Yeah, exactly. But to do it with arguably one of, if not your best position player, yeah, yeah. who also just happens to be the reigning rookie of the year, is huge. So hopefully the Dodgers can take care of the Cubs without having a shift uh, hopefully the Dodgers can take care of the, the Cubs without having to shift this series back to L.A. to give Corey Seager and everybody else who has banged up enough time to rest mm-hmm. and get as healthy as possible before the World Series. Uh, an update on the Astros and Yankees. The Yankees came back to win. I was sitting at home watching that game all day today, getting ready for tonight, and it was 4 to nothing Astros, and I was like, oh, man, the Yankees aren't going to be able to do this. It's going to be 3-1 to one after today. Astros are going to go on and win Game 5. No big deal. Astros are going to go to the World Series, uh, but it's a whole new series now being 2-2. Two to two. Yeah, Yankees are a scary team right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron Judge hit another home run today. Yeah. Gary Sanchez hit the game-winning double to so, come from behind. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know how. You know, won th- lost two in a row, won three in a row, lost two in a row. 
yeah. won two in a row. Baseball's a crazy sport like yeah, that where yeah. just any different day you can see a team win, even if they aren't the better team, because in my opinion, the Astros are a better team compared to the Yankees. But if the Yankees can pull this out and make it to the World Series and oh, the Dodgers man. and the Dodgers yeah. make it to the World Series, yeah. it is something I've been dreaming of since I was a little kid. East Coast versus West Coast. And not just that, New just York, LA. LA, New York. It brings back the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dodger, Dodgers, New York Yankee rivalry, yeah. Bronx all of Bombers that. Oh, the Brooklyn yeah. Dodgers. But I've hated the Yankees almost more than any team. I think everybody on the West Coast hates the Yankees. We just hate everything East Coast yeah, well, in general. the Yankees. Yankees, Red like Sox, pa- all of that. They're like the Patriots. They're just easy to hate. But if the Dodgers and the Yankees can make it, can both make it to the World Series and then yeah. the Dodgers win, I will never have to see the Dodgers win another World Series yeah. in my lifetime. No, no that'll be that'll that be will great. be I I will die a happy man knowing that in my yeah. lifetime the Dodgers beat the Yankees in the World Series. Lots of Dodgers out there I think would agree with that. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, Dodgers game three going on right now. I wish I could update the score, uh, but I I don't have it on me right now. Um I believe it's zero zero. It just it just started like twenty five minutes ago, um, but anyways, go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Bring it home. Get us to the World Series. Bring the chip to L.A. We need it. We need it. It's been far too long. Uh, now moving on to the NFL. Tyler, what a week six. Yeah, crazy week six. Crazy week six. Uh, let's start off with the power rankings, though. We got any newcomers in here? Yeah, I got a couple newcomers. Got got uh, got a couple people dropped off the list. Rest in peace, Rogers. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, that, that really hurts you. Yeah, that hurt to see. They're they're dropped out of my top ten now. I don't think they're a playoff team anymore. Um, that's that was tough to watch. But uh, we'll start out with the the for the third week in a row, number ten, Carolina Panthers at four and two. <laughs> Not showing them a ton of respect. We're showing them enough respect uh, to keep them in the top ten. Uh, they keep producing on the field. I still just, uh, I mean, I like their team, but I'm, I, I'm not completely sold that they're a contender yet. Um, a new team I got coming in this week, number nine, uh, might be a surprise, might be a little highly ranked, um, is the uh, Houston Texans at three and three. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm still behind the Deshaun Watson train. I mean, they. I don't blame you. They 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 played Cleveland last week, but they, you know, they did what they needed to do. They 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 took care of business. So um, I like Houston going forward, even though they lost Watt. I think they're going to be a, a problem in the AFC. I don't know if they're going to win the AFC, but I think they're definitely going to be in the playoffs. They're definitely going to win the AFC South. Yeah, they're looking good. I I like. I mean, Watson's just playing out of his mind. All of a sudden, all those offensive players. DeAndre looks like DeAndre again. Um, you know, and all the Will people, Fuller's, Will Fuller's emerging a touchdown machine. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah, I like them. I got them at number nine, uh, number eight. Here we go. Newcomer Los Angeles Rams. Finally. At four and two. Yeah. Finally. No, they're, I mean, they've been right there the whole time and that offense is just rolling right now. I like Jacksonville. So that was a really, that was a really good win for them to uh, travel down to Florida. Yeah, that was, that was a huge win. I, win. Yeah. I was very nervous going into that game. Yeah, that was, that was one of my, that was one of those games where I was kind of on the fence and that was a tough game to pick. And I picked the, I picked Jacksonville, but Rams pulled it out. I got them at number eight. They're looking good. Um, especially with uh, Green Bay kind of, you know, leaving the hunt. Uh, there might be another playoff, a, a wild card. Available, the Rams might be able to pluck that. 
Four well, and two. We're going to win the division. Start. We're going to win the. We're going to win the division. Yeah, I don't know about the division quite yet, but just that, wait till we come back yeah. up to Seattle. That's a tough play. All right, all right. Well, you, your offense is good, so I'll give you that. Um, coming in at number seven, uh, a team dropped down a couple spots. Uh, they took a loss to Miami last week. That was super surprising. It's the Atlanta Falcons. This was like my lock game. Like I had as my like for sure win. Atlanta playing Miami at home off of a bye week. I thought for sure uh, Atlanta's win that game. They went ahead and lost it. So I bumped them down to number seven. Um, number six, I got the Denver Broncos uh, coming off a loss to the Giants. Another game. Yeah, lost. I don't know what happened in that game. Yeah, there was, a, there's, there was two or three games I thought were a lock for the, the team to win, and they ended up losing. I didn't see the Giants getting a win this week especially without all those receivers. But that shows you what happens when you're not, you know, focusing your offense around one player and you're spreading the ball out. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully uh, I'm pulling for the Giants to make a move from Artavis. That would be a nice little – Yeah, uh, that, that came out of nowhere, at least in my opinion. But I can I can understand now Martavius Bryant's frustrations with yeah. Pittsburgh. And yeah, he wants to play the outside receiver. and He wants to be a number one, and I don't looks, blame him. Looks like Pittsburgh's going with Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, as their outside guy, so I think he's just that's where the frustration came about. Um, coming in at number five off of bye weeks, my Seattle Seahawks. Um, of course, I've got. Of course, I got them up there. I mean, it it's the right place for them to be. They're yeah. they're a solid I th- team. I think they're a top five team. Their record yeah. and their performances may not show it quite yet, but I still believe they're a top five team. Coming in at number four, my guys, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, four and two. <laughs> The call, my 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 big call last week, Pittsburgh beating Kansas City. I did not expect that to happen. And, and they went ahead and they they took care of business for me. Made me look smart. So Big Ben looked a lot better. He didn't yeah. look didn't look great. No, nah, but he but looked a hell of a lot better Le'Veon, than Le'Veon Bell looked amazing. I mean, running against Kansas City's defense like it was nothing. Yeah, uh, and then Antonio Brown having over a hundred yards once again. That touchdown catch on the sideline. Oh my just goodness! Such an Antonio Brown. Uh, play that's yeah. just like that's the plays that he makes it's so ridiculous he's such a playmaker he's so dynamic such a such an athlete explosive player I mean, yeah he's so fun to watch he's so good and he it's not like he's the most physically gifted guy either so it's it's he's just it makes of, it that much cooler when yeah, somebody who isn't as physically gifted yep. to that does it yep uh so triple b's in pittsburgh uh and then number three uh i think a lot of I've seen some other power rankings where they got this team as the number one team in the NFL. But um, number three, I got the five and one Philadelphia Eagles. Go as, soon as, as soon as you said I saw a couple other power rankings with them number one, I was like, okay, he's going to the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I got them as number three. I mean, they're five and one, so that's all respect there. I don't think they're the best team in the NFL quite no, yet. No, neither do I. But uh, they're definitely on the up and up. That's for sure. Yeah, and they got a they got a good lead on that division. That division is historically pretty tough. So. The, the more they can further themselves from the pack, the better for them in the future. Yeah, I mean, that, that division with teams like Dallas and New York who were expected to be Super Bowl contenders, and yeah. they're, they're currently under five hundred. Yeah. this was the perfect time for the Eagles to no, really pounce on five, them. Five and one is a great start. Um, and coming off a win against Carolina, too. That's a, you know, yeah. Carolina's a good football team. So uh, Carson Woods is playing great. He keeps getting better. Um, I become more and more of a Carson Wentz fan every time I watch him play. So yeah, he just play, he plays the game the right way. Yeah, it, and I think he's a. I like the, I like when the East Coast quarterbacks are like cold weather guys. Yeah, I guess that you know the Big Bands, the Bradys. Uh, yeah, 
So uh, Carson Wentz, I think, is one of those guys. He's the quarterback that wins you the game when it's an ugly game. Uh, coming in at number two, for the first time off the pedestal of number one, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Kansas City's been number one every uh, every episode, every week this year. Uh, they lost to, lost to Pittsburgh in the Triple Bs. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about Kansas City at all. I, yeah, I I couldn't put them as a number one team coming off a loss uh, to the to the Steelers the way the the way the Steelers lost the week before. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people went with Philadelphia as number one. My yeah. number one is purely be, oh, of my overconfidence for the program, and that's number one New England Patriots. I feel like the New England Patriots for you are like the Philadelphia 76ers for Joel Embiid and trust the process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a whole relaxed type of deal. It's like, <laughs> yo. I mean, hey, they're 4-2. and two. Yeah, they're 4-2. and two. They, they super unimpressive win against the Jets last week. But the Jets, oh, you know, Brady's uh, historically dominant against the Jets, but it's still a division game. They still play super hard. The Jets hate the Patriots. Oh, I think everybody in New York just hates everything New England. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I got them as number one because I think they're the best. I think they're the best football team in, you, in the NFL. Uh, you line them up against anybody, and I think they got a shot. I can't sit here and argue with you and tell you that no, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the Patriots are not the best team in the NFL. Yeah, they can take ten injuries and just keep going. It's it's amazing. Yeah, so, all right, let's run it back. Yeah, uh, number one, New England. Then it goes Kansas City, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Seattle. Shout out, Seattle. Denver, Atlanta, the Los Angeles Rams. Shout out the Rams. Uh, Houston Texans, and then the Carolina Panthers coming in at number 10. All right, so that is Tyler's power rankings. We will now move to my picks of the week Week for week seven. We are almost halfway through the NFL season. I cannot believe that. It's gone by, like, nothing yeah it's starting to shape out and you know what hats off to the nfl this year um so many teams around the same win percentage yeah such a balanced league it's such a good league it's it's not top heavy it's not it's not you know the complete opposite of the nba it's actually. the complete opposite of the nba and it's so nice i'm just so happy it's, like, it's nice having that balance yeah, exactly because the nba has been so disappointing in the last few years for me as far as that competitiveness goes yeah that it's just fun to watch these teams that I think have no shot at winning games, winning games. I mean the Jets and the, the Bra- Jaguars. Yeah, it's just, it's it's great. All right, so last week I went six and eight, bringing my season total to a dismal twenty nine and thirty one. Yeah. CP, where are you sitting at? Uh, I went eight and six last week. I'm sitting at thirty five and twenty five. God, yeah, trying to trying to pull it away a little bit. So first game of the week this week Thursday night, obviously. We got the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Oakland to take on the two and four Raiders. Obviously, Kansas City's five and one, coming off their first loss against the Steelers. I got the Chiefs winning this game. Yep. Um, Derek Carr didn't look that impressive. He still looked kind of uh, hobbled. He came back a week early. Yeah, too early. I, I definitely agree with that. Hey, how about uh, the Raiders picking up Navarro Bowman from? Yeah, the I Niners? saw that. I saw that. And also, uh, hats off to the San Francisco organization for doing that because I think you know they they realized he gave them a lot of great. Oh yeah, a lot of great time, and they they let him leave on his own terms. Yeah, he uh, asked, he asked to be let go, and yeah, they granted it. Exactly. So, so that good for Navarro, good for uh, San Francisco, and good for Oakland. Yeah, Oakland's defense just got revamped. Might be the best linebackers in the NFL. 
Well, he's definitely up there. Khalil, no, I mean that core with oh Khalil, that core with Khalil Mack, Malcolm Smith, and Bruce Irvin. Oh yeah, and and now Bowman. Yeah, that's no, hundred percent. That's a tough lineup right there. So it'll be fun to see their first game together. Yeah, but I think uh, Kansas City's Kansas off- City's winning. Yeah, Kansas City's yeah. offense is just no, too they're, good. They're good. Then we got Sunday. We got another London game. The Rams are traveling to London to take on the Cardinals. That is a home game technically for the Rams. Uh, the Cardinals coming in three and three. Rams four and two. Both coming off wins last week. This is a great game. This this game this, was really hard for me to pick. I think this could be game of the week, and it's the first game of the day. Yeah, I love the Rams offense, and I am absolutely in love with the no fly zone, which is the Arizona DBs. Well, and then we also can't forget uh, Adrian Peterson just oh, yeah. showing so the world awesome. who he was. Yes. Yes. Or who he still is. Yes. Excuse me. Yes, so awesome. Um, so happy for him. And Larry Fitzgerald had another touchdown. Carson Palmer had a great game. Um, got the vets out there doing it. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Rams are going to win. Yeah, I got Arizona winning this game just because I, I really like uh, Arizona's DBs against uh, the Rams' strength, which is their offense. Yeah. Deion Butler, the Coug, he's playing great. Uh, Honey Badger, Patrick Peterson, it's just it's, it's a good team. I will say, though, on the defensive end, uh, I do think Aaron Donald in that front defensive oh, yeah. line he's, is going to have a field day. Yeah, he's and crushing. I, I don't think Adrian Peterson is going to have as good of a game as he did last week. No, no, I mean, that was a great game. Two touchdowns. 130-plus yeah. yards. Yeah, it's just, it's going to be tough to duplicate that. But yeah. I got Arizona with that one, yeah. All right, so we disagree on that. Uh, now we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are 2-3, and three, traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills, coming mm-hmm. in at 3-2. and two. I got the Bills winning this game. Me too. The Bills, yeah. the Bills look solid. They, they, yeah. I think they're definitely going to contend for that wild card in the AFC. Yeah, they get – I'm not giving them enough respect. They're playing really good football right now. Yeah. Next, we got the Carolina Panthers, 4-2, and two, traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears, 2-4. and four. I got the Panthers winning this game. Yeah, I got the Panthers winning, too. Chicago, it's exciting now. I think their season's not going as bad as they thought it was going to go. Yeah, definitely. You know, they got some, they got some things to be excited about with Cohen and Trubisky. Oh, yeah. Uh, now we Jordan got, Howard. Yeah, can't forget Jordan Howard. Uh, now the Tennessee Titans at an even 500, three and three, traveling to Cleveland to take on the winless Cleveland Browns. I got the Titans winning this game. Yeah, Marcus Mariota looked okay, still looked a little hurt, but he still threw for over 300 yards. Another week. Um, Derrick Henry, Demarco Murray, that two-headed monster really seems to work out. Yeah, they're tough. Um, I cannot believe this, but I lost once again in fantasy. All because of that damn Tennessee Titans field goal kicker. Shout out suck to all up. the people that suck up on their fantasy team this weekend. Um, yeah. Well, we'll not shout out Rafi <laughs> Diamond because he beat me. Because he beat you. Um, but, I mean, I heard, I was watching the game and I heard the stat. It was he, – he hasn't missed, like, a field goal within 50 yards in like 50 something attempts and as soon as i heard that stat i like threw my phone down and i was like all right i lost yeah i mean i don't think there's much to looking into kickers and fantasy but if there's two kickers i i think the two best kickers in the game i think are suck up and justin tucker i think those guys are wow. actually like a step above the rest okay well 
If you need kicker advice, hit yeah. up Tyler on yeah. Twitter yeah, at Greg. Tyler's underscore Greg, world Greg, underscore. Greg the leg's not a bad pick either. <laughs> Greg Zerline. No, Greg Zerline's a great pick. Now we got uh, the New Orleans Saints coming off that crazy win against the Lions. Really high-scoring affair in that game last 90 week. 90 points. Yeah. I three, hope. three defensive touchdowns for New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, traveling to Green Bay to take on the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers. Brett Hundley's going to get the start for them. Um, I think the Packers season's over. It's over. I They might win one or two more games, but there's no coming back from losing no. probably the best quarterback in the league. No, no, you're not coming back from it. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, New Orleans win this game. I do I, – I, the thing I do give Green Bay credit for is I love the way they build their team. They build from within. They don't sign guys. Um, I think for sure they're going to roll uh, Hunley for the rest of the year. I love McCarthy's post-game uh, interviews. He's yeah. pissed about it. He it's got like, pissed. Listen, I've been working on this kid for three years. He's ready to play ball. So, uh, yeah. you know, the Packers are a great team, and they sustain injury so well. Um, so, you know, Green Bay can still win a couple games. I just don't think they're going to have enough in the tank to make the playoffs. Um, Completely I agree. heard Charles Woodson say that they had 16 players on IR when they won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, this team wow. this team can take injuries. I just don't think Aaron, I think Aaron's the one guy they can't lose. Yeah, but I'm excited for Brent Hundley because I'm a UCLA guy. Yeah, he's a UCLA no, he's, quarterback for a long time. He's, gonna be, he's, gonna, he's got a shot just like – Brissett to dude he might get paid now yeah and and so Brissett's for sure gonna get paid this summer he know he knows Green Bay really well he's been there for three years he's fine he's gonna be he's he's gonna be fine it's just that team was built for Aaron Rodgers and New Orleans gonna go in there and win that game yeah I agree Uh, and speaking of Jacoby Brissett uh next game we got is the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in at three and three traveling to Indy uh to take on the Colts at two and four and I got I got the Jaguars winning this game. Yeah, they're coming off a loss against the Rams, but Leonard Fournette looked great. He sprained his ankle in the game against the Rams. Yeah, but Chris Ivory, lucky. It was just Chris a... Ivory came in and looked like Chris Ivory from about five six years ago, yep. and killed it. So, and then the Colts. Obviously, we all know that story. Don't know if Andrew Luck is coming back anytime soon. Hopefully, he does, just because you never want to see anybody hurt or injured. Yeah, yeah. But. It's been, fun. it's been fun watching Jacoby play. Yeah, Jacoby's just going to give himself another Steven chance to make Willie more money. Steven Willie Beeman, baby. Steven Willie Beeman. Uh, yeah, this game is actually, I think, going to be a good game. Uh, oh, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, it's not going to be a blowout. I don't think the Colts are as, are as bad as I initially thought. And, uh, um, but I think Jacksonville is going to end up winning. Well, they're also, they're also really getting used to playing with Brissett now because yeah. he's taken all the first-team snaps and yeah, practice, and I, I assume. Mean, i got to assume that every week their playbook's getting a little bigger. Their packages are a little, oh, you know, yeah. a little bigger. They can do a little more. So, um, And, you know, their team was set to go with luck, so it's not like they don't have players. But um, I still think Jacksonville's going to go in there and win the game. Yeah. All right, next we got the New York Jets at 3-3, three and three, traveling down to Miami to take on the Dolphins at 3-2. and two. Jets obviously coming off that loss against the Patriots. Tough one. Yeah, it was, it was a tough one. They had a, chan- they, had a ch- they had a chance to win the game, but they just jetted it up as the New York Jets would and yeah. couldn't get it done in the end. But um, I have the Jets losing two in a row now. Yeah. I, have the, I have the Dolphins winning this game. I think the Dolphins are just the better team. Yep. Um, and also, I think coming off a loss to the Patriots, that, that can be pretty demoralizing for a team. Yeah, it's it's tough to get up after that game when you gave the Patriots your best and came out with an L. Yeah. 
All right, next we got the Baltimore Ravens, 3-3 three and three at the Minnesota Vikings, 4-2. and two. Another good game. Another good game as well. Teddy Bridgewater was just activated off the pup list. Yep. Uh, obviously, I don't think he's going to be back this week. Uh, not really sure when he'll be back. So I think it's going to be Case Keenum starting again for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And when Case Keenum's the quarterback for the Vikings, they're pretty good. They're they're looking yeah. really solid. Yeah, I'm terrible at judging Minnesota. I mean, I left them out of their, my power rankings at yeah. four and two. They're a good football team. I just cannot get behind that offense. I like their defense. They've got insanely athletic defense. I mean, uh, hey, that Barr and Kendricks are like two of the most athletic. Shout out UCLA, yep, baby. Yep, yep. They're two of the most athletic linebackers in the game. They oh, just make they're plays. so much that, fun to that, watch. That defense is great. Um, but yeah, I just I don't like the Vikings. Uh, I think Baltimore comes in and wins this game. Now this may be may be me giving Baltimore a lot of respect and disrespecting Minnesota, but I like Baltimore putting up points. Um, and I think they're going to go in the win. Yeah, I mean, I think that's my upset of the week is uh, Baltimore over Minnesota. I mean, I could definitely see that happening. I just think the Vikings have been rolling, they have and been. they they've been playing solid football this season. I think I think they're just going to keep it going. And, and also being four and two when Rodgers goes down, that helps out a tremendous. They oh, don't have to like play catch up. Yeah, they, just, they have a cushion they, now. They're controlling their destiny. They exactly. Could, uh, and I think I think whenever a team can control their destiny, yeah, it want. works out a lot better. All right, next we got the Cowboys coming off a bye and obviously all the drama with Ezekiel Elliott. It was just announced that he is going to play because the judge that's supposed to hear the case is on vacation somewhere. Um, I wish I could take it. Weird how that stuff works out, right? Yeah, (laughs) got to love – Gotta Dallas love that is, crazy court Dallas stuff. Just, yeah, Dallas is like a, a soap opera, man. It's crazy. Jerry yeah. Jones, Zeke, all this shit. Yeah. I think Dallas is going to roll, though. Oh, I'm yeah. Gonna, I mean, they're taking on the 49ers, who are 0-6. They've had a, the Niners have had a tough season. They've lost, I think, four games under three points. I'm pretty sure it was five. Five games I, I'm pretty points. sure it was the first five, yeah. That's tough. That's it's. I mean, it's tough to – they're just trying to figure out how to win football games. No wonder Navarro Bowman wanted out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and, hey, shout out the Niners for doing that for them. That's yeah, a, no, I, classy I'm, move I'm by classy them. Classy move. But, yeah, Dallas is winning. 100%. All right, next uh, we got a rivalry matchup this week. We got the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, two and three, traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Yes, coming in at four and two. These teams absolutely yes. hate each other. I love these games. This is like a fist fight. I literally love watching these games. Yes, so much. Whenever the Bengals and Steelers play, you can count that I'm watching it. Pittsburgh wins uh, six to three. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. There's going to be. I, I think Cincinnati's going to have more players ejected than points. I could definitely see that happening. If only Vontez Perfect was playing. And he's still suspended, yeah, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. He's great for that rivalry. But, yeah, these are awesome physical football games. It's yeah, just, just a classic, gritty it, match. It, and, like, you know, I think it doesn't matter what the records are. You could pick either team. Yeah, I, this I mean, one's I a like, toss-up. I like the Steelers, but uh, yeah, if so Cincinnati do I. won that game, I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. Yeah, I mean, when Andy Dalton and A.J. Green are on the other side, and that's just – points waiting to happen yep. but obviously you got the the triple b's triple b's baby yep stay in your lanes <laughs> real quick side note did you see the the ball family came out with emojis oh yeah oh yeah just in time for Lakers season <laughs> oh yeah that was the, i think that's the pitch yeah that, that i think that's what it was too good stuff 
next we got the Denver Broncos coming in at three and two, traveling to Los Angeles town. to take on the Chargers at two and four. Broncos coming off a loss, but they're just the better team. Their defense is going to have their way. Yeah, with Philip Rivers, in my opinion. Yep, Denver's going to win this game. Um, yeah, Denver's going to move on to four and two. Uh, Chargers going to become two and five. Not really much to say there. Yeah, poor Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, it sucks that Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates, towards the end of their career, are going to have to deal with all this. Yeah, I mean, they've stayed with the program though. That's cool. Hats off to them staying with the team for their whole career. But yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a tough season for the Chargers. They're so, and and what sucks is like they've been so close in so many games. You know, they could have a completely different. People record. were people were talking about at the beginning of the season them being Super Bowl yeah, like contenders this season. Exactly because they have a good they have a good football team. They have everything you need. They got you know they got a superstar on defense and Joey Bosa. They got a stud running back with Melvin Gordon. They got a veteran yeah. quarterback. They got everything you need to win football games. They just ha- they've been able to you know produce just not get those get those wins. And unfortunately, that just kind of threw off their season. Yeah. Denver wins. Yeah, Denver wins. Next, we got uh, the Seattle Seahawks coming in at 3-2, and two, traveling to the East Coast to take on the New York Giants. This, who is, a just, weird, this is a weird game. It's very weird 1 game. o'clock. It's, it's a 1 o'clock game. So it's a 4 o'clock start in New York. Yeah. So it's like, I mean. That's weird. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, I, I was thrown off by that. And I think, I think that only helps Seattle because – Seattle historically travels to the East Coast horribly. Yeah, uh, we always, we, we never play well, and you know we've we've taken losses to Atlanta and Carolina over there. Um, so this was a scary game. But then I then I was looking at it, it's like it's a one o'clock game, and Giants. You know I don't like the Giants uh, this year, so I think Seattle's yeah. going to win it. It's just weird that they did that. Time yeah, it sucks. Play. It sucks the Giants coming off a, a crazy win against the Broncos, getting their first win of the year probably going to be their only win this season yeah because uh, there's there's no way i see them beating the seahawks they got to get martavis it's 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 too bad that uh i mean it's cool that eli wants to stay in new york but it's too bad eli wasn't opening open to going down to jacksonville and teaming up with tom coughlin again that would have been that would have been well that would have been I mean, a sight to see i think jacksonville thinks they're ready to go other than the quarterback position yeah especially that's that's, that's all they need I mean, uh, I think Fournette answered all the questions they needed. They, they needed that solid run yeah. game to, to, you know, surround their offense around. And if they could bring in a veteran like Eli, that would have been – they probably would have thought they could make a Super Bowl run. I'd, but Eli wants to stay in New York and can't argue with him for wanting to stay with the I squad. mean, New York, New York City, Jackson, Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Where nah, do those nah. rank even, on, the, on the scale? Even in, though he's a southern boy, I, I still think it's like he wants to stay with the Giants. That's yeah, a, he's he, a giant. Yeah, he's he's gonna be a giant for life, in my opinion. Yeah, two Super Bowls can't leave him now. No. All right, this is a big, big matchup. Game of the week. Game of the week. Sunday night football. This is gonna be great. The rematch. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons traveling to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Falcons coming in at three and two. Patriots obviously four and two. Watch Brady do something. So Brady in this game. I mean, something crazy is going to happen, and I just, I just feel Atlanta's going to have him off New England on the ropes again, and Brady is just going to kill him. See, you think Atlanta's going to have New England on the ropes? You think they're just going to come out? New England's going to come out and dominate? I wouldn't be surprised if New England drops a hundred on the Falcons. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I mean, Brady could do something really crazy in this game. Just 
just because they're New England's kind of you know have has been halfway unimpressive. They're just waiting for this coming out party to just show them that twenty eight like, to three are, wasn't. This is like the big brother going to play the little brother. You know, after that Super Bowl win, it's like, dude, come on. You know, it's yeah. Like, you don't you don't got nothing on me. Brady's gonna do. I think Brady's gonna do something crazy now. He could do something where he has like five touchdowns and they blow him out, but I think it's gonna be something late in the game. And it's like, God damn, you know, just do <laughs> just it a again. classic Brady. Classic Brady, something, something. Like when, like when Rogers had a minute thirteen left, and that was just too much time. He's gonna throw like a seventy-five yard touchdown pass to some kid that just got activated yesterday or something <laughs> like that. You know, it's gonna just be next man up with the Patriots, man. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's gonna be. I, I, that's it's game of the week, though. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a great game, but either way, either way, blowout, close game or not, I think the Patriots are yeah. gonna win this game. The Patriots, are, I believe, are going to solidify themselves as the best team in the NFL after this week. Yeah. Um, I think Seattle, New England are going to be – I think it's going to come – You think it's going to be round three? Uh, uh, well, no, this would be round two for Seattle, New England. They've only played once in the Super Bowl. But I think that's going to be the Super Bowl. We played Denver the first time. That's right. My apologies. I forgot. We played Peyton Manning. Then we played Brady. But, yeah. No, it has been a while. God, it's awful. (laughs) Hey, how do you think think I feel? I'm a Rams fan. I think after this week, we could see a Seattle and New England 1-2 in the power rankings. That wouldn't shock me. That wouldn't shock me. And then uh, last game of the week, Monday Night Football. Who doesn't love Monday Night Football? Another rivalry matchup. We got the Washington Redskins 3-2 traveling to Philly to take on the Eagles coming in at 5-1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my gut says this isn't a good. I mean, my gut says Philly wins this easy, but yeah, constantly. DC is one of those teams. I'm constantly just Kirk Cousins, man. He, Captain Kurt's amazing. That guy can play. That guy can throw the ball. He's just a pure passer. I love watching him throw the ball. Yeah, but I I, I agree. I think that I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I think they're just rolling on all cylinders and. Everybody just seems to be on the right page with them at the right time, and it, yeah. it's just working for them. Good for Philly. I mean, hopefully the Sixers don't deflate everything. I'm okay with the Sixers <laughs> deflating everything. but So, yeah, that's uh, that's the picks. Yeah, our pi- that's our picks of the week for week seven in the NFL. We're going to now transition to the NBA. Yes. And on, yes. on a somber note, I want to send my – Thoughts to Gordon Hayward. Yeah, man, get better. Uh, it was a gruesome injury, probably one of the nastiest yeah. injuries I've seen. It's terrible. Um, there, the the look on the players' faces on the court said it all. I mean, you could see tears coming out of some of the Celtics players. The Cavaliers players were were shook up from it. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Wade took a knee and started praying. Uh, it's sad to see someone talented like that go down. You know, it's, it's with. Less than six minutes played yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah, that's tough. In the yeah. first game of the so, season. He put so much work into it. It's tough to see someone like that go down. He's such an admirable guy, and I've been waiting. I've been waiting for Gordon and uh, Brad Stevens to team yeah. up for so long. I've been yeah. waiting for this for so long. It's it's. Uh, but Pray, the way, prayers go out to Gordon Hayward and his family. Yeah, the way the way that injury looked, I don't think he's he's coming back anytime soon. He's definitely going to be out for maybe in, maybe in, he might miss next year's opener we don't know i mean his ankle was facing the opposite direction yeah, we don't know uh the team came out and officially diagnosed it as a fractured left ankle put it mildly <laughs> it's definitely not a mild injury he's got a frankenstein foot yeah but like i said at the beginning of the show 
It's the first day, baby. It's Christmas in October for this nice Jewish boy. Great, had, greatest time of year right now. MLB yeah. postseason, almost halfway through the NFL, and now the NBA is and, back. And hockey's going on. Hockey's going on. Hockey. Can't forget hockey. Yeah, no, it's it's the it's the best time of the year. Hundred percent. Um, obviously, the Cavs opening up tonight their season at home as Kyrie made his return to Cleveland. Cleveland fans let him have it during the starting lineups, Good not shockingly. Cleveland. Good for Cleveland. Um, apparently, the team had a tribute video for him, but they didn't air it on TV, or at least <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, they, they aired it in the stadium, but not yeah. to Okay, I guess yeah. they broadcast it. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah, he the team the team did right by I him. Mean, he was there. He he was their guy when LeBron left them. So you know. Yeah, I mean, he if he doesn't hit that shot, they don't win the championship two yeah, years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which is why I I wouldn't have booed him uh, if I was a Cavs fan. No, it's tough to like boo a guy that was like your guy. You know, that's 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 a tough thing to do. Yeah, and then also coming up tonight, we have uh, the Houston Rockets. And the revamped roster of James Harden and Chris Paul taking on the defending champs. Warriors are about to let everybody know who the real top dog of the NBA is. Everyone's all hyped about these Houston Rockets. Nah. Nah. Golden State's going to come out and show, show them what's up, I think. Yeah. But Tuesday, it's great. Cavs, Celtics. All good. All good. Rockets, Warriors, that's fine. Yep. On Thursday... We have opening night for the Los Angeles Lakers. They're the be, Staples Center showdown. They're going to be taking on the ugly stepbrother from down the hall at Staples Center, yeah. uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers will technically be the road team, so it will be really nice to see that beautiful purple and gold uh, Clippers floor. Clippers are kind of an uh, 82-game road team, though, aren't they? They're always playing the Lakers house. <laughs> <laughs> the, the house that Kobe and Shaq the, built, baby. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm, it's, it's a great time of year. I think I'm excited to watch the Lakers. I'm excited to watch Lonzo play. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, basketball's back. We're going to have a lot more to talk about. It's going to be good. So I saw, I saw something on Twitter earlier. It was a poll. Um, it was basically a yes or no question. If Lonzo ball averages 12 points, five rebounds and eight assists, is that a successful rookie year for Lonzo ball? Um, I would say yes, because I think if he's throwing up those stats, they're probably around 35, 40 wins. Couldn't agree more. So I couldn't think, agree more. Um, I think the important number there is eight assists and five rebounds. Yeah. I mean, 12, I, I, you want that number to be higher, but I'm not really worried about his scoring production. But Lonzo's not a score first point guard yeah, like, exactly. like and, this and new I, age point guard is. And I think that the win, uh, with Lonzo, it's about winning the winning i mean that's that's all he cares about that's and that's what that's what you love that's what you want and uh so i think if he throws a you know yes answers yeah i think that's a successful season because i think if he throws up those numbers we're gonna win some games yeah but i i don't think those numbers would be good enough to win rookie of the year though unfortunately no it just depends on yeah i mean there's a couple of things that depends on if he if he's a dominating uh passer you know it just yeah if he if he if it if he makes his if teammates, the eyeball test is like, yo, he's like the Lakers are a hundred times better now that he's running the point, but the numbers aren't showing it. You know, he could still get some love. Oh, for sure. But yeah, you're probably right. With 12 points a game, he's probably not winning Rookie of the Year, even if he does do eight assists. Um, but I think I think Lonzo's going to get it over over Ben Simmons. 
Oh yeah, I do too. I yeah. I don't know. Even if, though Ben Simmons, I think he's going to have a good year. And I think Ben Sim- I think Ben Simmons is going to have a great year. I just don't know if he's going to be healthy for the entire year. Yeah. yeah. But um, some other notes from the Lakers Clippers game coming up on Thursday. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope will not be playing in that game, and he actually won't even be playing Friday uh, when the team travels to Phoenix because he's going to be serving a two-game suspension for for an arrest after an alleged DUI in March as a member of the Pistons. Uh, he actually pleaded guilty to a lesser charge of allowing a person to drive under the influence, according to Bleacher Report. Uh, this is going to be a big hole to fill for the Lakers in the first two games uh, of the season. KCP is a highly skilled wing defender, can put up some points. Luke Walton said he's considering five different players to replace KCP in the starting lineup. According to Bill Oram of the SoCal News Group, Luke is considering Luol Deng, Jordan Clarkson, Kyle Kuzma, Corey Brewer, and Josh Hart. That's a good problem to have. Such a good problem to have. I mean, I think a year ago it would have been like, shit, who are we playing at two guards? You know? It's <laughs> like, and now at least we got some depth. We got some, I, I, like, I like the top to bottom uh, disparity in talent. I don't think there's, there's a lot of disparity there. So uh, Yeah, and, and I'm, look, I'm looking at this list. Four of these players can really guard multiple positions. Yeah, Luol Deng can guard anywhere from a two to a four. Clarkson anywhere from a one to a three, probably. Yeah, I like to think Clark, with Clarkson and Ball on the on the court together, Clarkson will d up the point guards. Yeah, give give Lonzo a little bit of a break. So yeah, because Clark Clarkson's a much better on ball defender, and Lonzo's a. a bigger point guard yeah i think lonzo is going to be good uh to guard those three and d guys yeah i agree personally i'd like to see jordan clarkson start for kcp he's been with the team the longest out of this group of five guys and i think it it could also be a really good challenge for clarkson himself to see where he's at in his development as an nba player who's been in the league a few years now i mean he came in as a second round draft pick pretty pretty much under the radar and then he came out that season when the Lakers won 17 games and it was his rookie year or a couple of year, or, Yeah. 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 It was, it, that was his rookie year yep. when they won 17 games yep. and he, he ended up on like all rookie second team. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I Carson's think this, a good player. I think this is definitely going to be a good chance to see where Clarkson is at, to see what we could get from him in the future yeah. as a member of the Lakers or, if we could use him in, as trade bait for somebody else. Yeah, I think I hope the Lakers hold on to him, and I hope that his role over the next couple of years, you know, hopefully we can get another contract out of him, is uh, I hope that he's our third guard. I think that that's such a good – I think he's such a good player for being your first guard off the bench. Yeah. He can really replace either the one or the two. Uh, there's a lot of versatility there. He can defend both of those positions. So I, re- I hope – I hope that he uh, solidifies himself as like the the first guard off the bench. Yeah, uh, kind of like Lakers. how Larry Nance has solidified himself as that first yeah, uh, big guy off I'm the so bench. Ex- I'm so excited for the Lakers' youth on the back five. I love I love the idea of Clarkson, uh, Kuzma, and Larry Nance being our three headed monster off the bench. Yeah. They're so young. They're so versatile, and they're fun to watch, and I think they're good basketball Can't players. also forget Andrew Bogut coming off the bench, too. Yeah, I know. We have a bunch of centers uh, um, coming, you know, uh, and, and Zubak. Um, yeah. So, so it's like, you know, we got some players at center, but those three guys, I think, are three really good basketball players. They could push for starting jobs, but if we can hold on to them on the bench as we progress our starters into superstars, 
um, the Lakers could be looking dangerous in the next couple of years. Yeah. Uh, also, earlier this week, it was reported by a Spectrum Sportsnet analyst and Lakers beat writer Mark Bresnahan that uh, both Andrew Bogut and Julius Randle would miss the season open, opener as well. Uh, but apparently after practice today, it's looking more and more likely that both Andrew Bogut and Julius Randle will be mm-hmm. available for the Lakers. Yeah. Um, obviously, I would assume Julius Randle would be in the starting starting lineup. Yeah. Bogut, obviously, the backup center for Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Both, I think, are looking – Randle's really looking to have that – breakout breakout year after yeah. that that body transformation over the summer God, he looks he, he looks good man yeah we were, so we were sitting smart. in your living room yeah, watching one of the yeah, preseason games yeah. and you sat there and were like is that julius randall yeah god he looks good instead of looking like zach randolph he looks like you know i don't i don't even know good a draymond or yeah no that's not exactly even, not even draymond he looks draymond skinnier than looks draymond little, even draymond looks a little soft almost like ken farid type body type it's just like Damn, he's looking good. Uh, I hope uh, I've always hoped that Julius Randle could be like that that third or fourth like star on the team. Yeah, it'd be nice if you can get like eighteen and nine, eighteen and eight out of him. What? Oh no, he needs to be averaging at least a double double. That, that's well, hey, that's it's not easy when you got you got a point guard in Lonzo that rebounds the ball. You got True. you got good seven footers. You got good people off the bench to rebound. Uh, it's not going to be. What's going to be what's going to be interesting though is the Lakers and Julius Randle couldn't come to an agreement on an extension because his rookie deal is up after this year. Yeah, because he's to me he's the odd man out. To me, I keep Brandon Ingram. Yeah, you keep, keep Lonzo, you keep Brandon Ingram. You keep Lonzo Ball. And I keep those three young guys on the you bench. You keep Nance. You keep Kuzma and Clarkson. Yeah, I think you keep all those guys. I think he's. It's not that he's not valuable. I just think he's the easiest to replace. Yeah, because especially I, with Nance playing so well. Yeah, and Kuzma, and Kuzma, because and Kuzma, Kuzma, Kuzma yeah. Nance, and Randall could all really potentially become the same player. Yeah, especially in Luke Walton's system. It's exciting to see what they can yeah. do. What do you think? We should get get some All NBA teams. Yeah, uh, Tyler. I, I was excited for this. I want. I, I I love trying to predict this kind of. Shit. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler texted me earlier today, and he was like, "Hey, come up with your uh, three All NBA teams for the season." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I, I yeah. think I can do this." Yeah. So I sit down at my computer when I'm making my notes for the show, and I'm looking at a list of the top 100 players in the NBA, and not easy. I thought I had it all worked out, and then I'm going over it. Someone's getting disrespected. Well, I completely disrespected the reigning finals MVP, Kevin Durant, and had him out of my list. And I was like, hold on, no, I need yeah. to change all of this. Yeah, this no, this was the, probably one of the hardest things I've had to come up with for the show. It's tough. I mean, because there's just so many things that can happen over the course of a season where just that opening night. Yeah. But I mean, I could I could have easily had Gordon Hayward on this, and yeah. he definitely wouldn't Done. be there now. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 2017, 2018, all NBA teams. I'll start off with my third team. My third team, I'm going uh, – my two guards, I'm going John Wall and, and Dame Time Lillard. Well, I got Damian Lillard. Okay. Um, my, uh, my two forwards, I'm going Draymond and Ant Davis. Okay. And uh, my center, which this was the t- – my third team center was the toughest uh, for me to pick, but I ended up going with Boogie. Um, mm. I, it's, it's tough to put Ant and Boogie both on there because I don't think their teams would be that great, but Boogie is a top three talented center in the NBA, possibly number one. So I went with. Boogie. I put him top five. I, I put him. I, I think he's number three. Okay. 
All right, so my third team, we had a, we had two of the same, actually. There we go. Uh, my two guards were Damian Lillard and Kyrie Irving. Okay. Um, and my two forwards, Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis. And then my center was actually probably the best center in the league last year, uh, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he was, he was up there. Rudy um, and uh, DeAndre were all up there as far as considerations for that spot, so I'm not, I'm not mad at that pick at all. Yeah, so who you got on your, who you got on your second team? Second now? team is when it gets tough. It gets yeah. tough picking these first two. But uh, for my second team guards, uh, this sounds crazy to put this man as a second team type of player, but it's uh, I got Steph Curry. Um, my other guard, I got Kyrie. Um, he's gonna have a great. He's gonna have even a crazy uh, statistical year this year, especially now that Gordon Hayward's out. Instead of at the end of the show, I'm gonna do my special shout out right now because it makes sense. Um, my special shout out tonight is going out to my roommate Corey for making the most ridiculous prediction ever. Um, so I want to put it on tape on opening night so he can't uh, can't retract his statement retract later. His, he's saying Kyrie, we're putting it on tape, Corey. Just remember this: Kyrie Irving. He's saying thirty-one point six points a game this year. Corey Golub said Kyrie Irving is going to average thirty-one point six points, and I just think that game. is ridiculous. So I want you to know? give Corey a shout out for making a ridiculous statement, and uh, I'm holding him to it. You know what? I'm going to jump on Corey's bandwagon. Uh, because Gordon Hayward is out and Kyrie Irving is going to be the yeah, life mean, that, of that team. That, I mean, it's funny. It, that's why I had to say it right now. It's because like, I had it for the end, but it's just funny to me because, like, oh, shit. Now Kyrie's just like Kyrie's gunner, about the ball. Just gunning out there. Real quick, though, I, was, I, watched, I watched the game up until you got to my house. The first possession of the game. He scored. Kyrie scored. Uh-huh. But TNT gave the points yeah, to Cleveland. Yeah, 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 that's so good. <laughs> TNT gave the points to Cleveland. Stuff. It was awesome. Okay, so second team, we got Curry and Irving as my guards. Uh, my two forwards, I got uh, the Greek freak, Giannis, and I got uh, Durantula. Mm. Um, those are my two. Uh, okay. It's, it, both of those guys, it's crazy for me to say second team as well, yeah. but someone's got to be it. Uh, my second team center. Now, this is my pick. This is this. You heard it here first. This is the one. Joel... Embiid, get the fuck out of here. Second team, he's gonna play. He's got. He has to. He's gonna play over sixty-five games. I think he's gonna play like sixty-five to seventy games. He'll be lucky to play thirty games. This His year. numbers are gonna be stupid if he plays that amount of games. He's on a minutes restrictions of sixteen to seventeen minutes, and he he could average twenty a game though. <laughs> he called the team out. Uh, I think it was yesterday. He was like, it's fucking bullshit. I'm playing 16, 17 minutes a game. I'm ready to go. Yeah, see, okay, well, there we go. I got, uh, so my second team is uh, Steph Curry, Kyrie, Giannis, Duran, Embiid. Well, well, we'll see. My second team, like you said, I can't believe I'm putting this guy on my second team. Steph Curry is one of my guards. Uh, my other guard is going to be John Wall. There we go. John Wall, I think, is a dark horse for MVP this year. Hey. He's coming for revenge. He's a ball player. He, he can play. He's a hooper. Yeah, he does it all. I like that pick. Now, here's where I'm probably going to get a lot of flack all right. for, uh, for one of my picks. I, I know who you're going with right now. You know exactly who I'm going with. I'm going to get – I'm going to get – I'm just going to be called the LeBron hater. LeBron's going to be on the second team All-NBA oh, this boy. year. Um. My dun, other, dun, dun. yeah, my other, my other forwards, Paul George. Okay, good pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was tough. I, I had to leave him out just because he was playing with Russ. But and, see, and, and there's people like Draymond and, and Giannis and Durant out there. But. Yeah, 
Um, but Paul George wasn't on the all NBA team, all NBA team last year. I think he's pissed about it. Yeah. He was pissed about it. Um, and also, also with all these contract incentives with all NBA teams, that's also in the back of these players' minds. Like, Oh, I need to get paid. I need to make the all NBA team. So I know Paul George was pissed about that. I think he's going to have a great year in OKC, but obviously that forward spot in the NBA right now, there's deep. I think everybody in the NBA is a forward yeah. right now. No, it is. I mean, you, you you either play point guard center or that other position. Yeah, that positionless wing player. Uh, I, I love Jalen Rose's take, and he says uh, positions are so novice can follow the game. Yeah. The, if positions aren't a real thing. No, positions are not that. a real thing. No, if if you know how to play basketball, it doesn't matter. you don't need to be yeah. seven foot people tall. That to play, play. People that play know, understand what their people are doing when they throw these lineups out there. 100%. Here's my controversial center pick. All NBA second team, Chris Stapp's poor Zingas. Yep. That's, that's he's the man in New York now. Yeah. He Everything's going to go through him. He's going to have monster numbers this year. Yeah. Kristoff is good. I just, unfortunately, I think the Knicks are what's going to hold him back. Yeah. But I think his numbers are just going to be too, too, too good to, too good yeah, to, to yeah. leave out. Hey, Demarcus though last year he got left out and he had uh, yeah he had some number what is he, like twenty two and thirteen something like that, that. Yeah, something that's... crazy so so who's your whole second team again uh, the two guards Steph Curry John Wall two forwards LeBron James Paul George center Chris Stapps Porzingis there we go not bad all right for the big dogs yep. the top dogs top five players in the NBA the top yep. five players in the NBA and uh, yeah this is. The guard position is just so talented. It's insane. Um, but I got to go with Russell and James Harden. That's exactly who I have. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what everybody has. It's They're they're the two best right now. Uh, James Harden is, is like the best shooting. He's going to benefit so much from Chris Paul being on that team. Shooting guard since, uh, he's the best shooting guard since Kobe and Dwayne Wade. You know, he's just uh, he's that good. Um, so I think Russ and James Harden are, are going to be – not only two of the first team, but two of the finalists for MVP. Uh, my two forwards, I got King James. Uh, no surprise there. And then I got the guy that I do think is going to win MVP this year is Kawhi. Okay. Um, I think just because of the super teams, Kawhi is going to be able to like kind of set himself above the teams. Yeah. You know, with like Steph and Durant yeah. and LeBron and these guys. I. Um, so, yeah, I got LeBron and Kawhi at the forwards. And then my center is uh, Towns, who I just think is hands down the best center in the league. Yeah, so we're we're pretty equal. Three out of the five of those, uh, just not the forwards, right? Yeah, yeah my, you my four on the third team, third team, and then LeBron on second. LeBron team. on second team. So you got Giannis in there. Giannis and KD. And KD. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. I mean, KD is like easy. I mean, he could easily be on it. I think. Uh, yeah, it's interesting what Giannis Giannis could be. I think first Giannis team Giannis could be second, third, not all. Could not it. make it at yeah, all. We just don't know. Um, but he just keeps developing at such an insane rate that first team is not out of the question. A, a couple a couple NBA players went on the record or it was Kevin Durant. It was Kevin Durant said that his favorite player to watch in the NBA right now is yeah. Giannis. Cuz he plays differently than everybody else. He doesn't play a game that's like, oh, he's like this or oh, he's like that. Yeah. You know, he's he's his own player. He's he's basically just trying to get as close to the rim as possible and just reach his arms out as long as long as he can and just puts the ball in. It's too easy for him. He's so long athletic. He doesn't even have 
I like a super smooth game like a Durant, but he just gets it done with his length. Okay, so let's let's run it back. Our first team. All right, I got uh, uh, Russell, James Harden, LeBron, Kawhi, and Carl Anthony Towns. And then mine is Harden, Westbrook, Durant, uh, the Greek Freak, and Carl Anthony Towns. So that about wraps up this episode of the TSK Show. Thank you for joining us here at the Sports Kingdom. Yep. Uh, be sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TSK Show. And if you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world. And for all of the Sports Kingdom content, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash TSK show. Tyler, any shout outs before we get out of here? Uh, Corey, Just Corey. You, Corey, you already heard it. Stay woke, brother. Stay woke. <laughs> all right. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Sports Kingdom. See you next week.